so we are doing canto 10 part 4 and <coughs> this is chapter 89 we had left halfway at uh, text 18 now this chapter is called krishna and arjuna retrieve a brahmana's son now so far what we have done is <coughs> Uh, up to 18 which was talking about how Muni comes and kicks Vishnu and the feet of Bhrigo are implanted on the chest of Vishnu. Now that story we had done last time. So now today we are starting uh, the later half which is the Brahmana's son story and how Krishna and Arjuna are concerned with it. So 19 we are doing. Sukhdev Goswami said the learned Brahmanas living along the river Saraswati came to this conclusion in order to dispel the doubts of all the people thereafter they rendered devotional service to the supreme lord's lotus feet and attained his abode so this was just in conclusion to last time story that how between the three gods that is Brahma, Vishnu and Shivji who is the highest and that was proved by Brigumuni when he kicked Vishnu's chest and even after doing that Vishnu was very gracious to him kind to him and treated him very nicely and Brigumuni goes back to the rest of the uh, you know Rishigan and tells them that this is what has happened so we continue from here Sri Sutta Goswami said thus did this frag- fragrant nectar flow from the lotus mouth of Sukhdev Goswami, the son of great Vyasdev. This wonderful glorification of the Supreme Person destroys all fear of material existence. A traveller, a traveller who constantly drinks this nectar through his ear holes will forget the fatigue brought on by wandering along the path of worldly life. Uh, you have been hearing these words so often that today you will wonder ki, what is this every story has these lines after hearing this nectar nectarine story you will be very happy blah 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 all that kind of stuff so what do you mean by that see when in a very simple explanation I can tell you today there are the Olympics going on in Rio we are hearing stories which are very very great and some stories are terrible so there are those stories where the person has lost a shoe and yet has stood first doesn't it tell you something really extraordinary on the other hand you find that there is a person who has really worked hard and won the silver medal for India there on the other hand there is a person who has broken 2000 year old record it is an astounding feat and when we have to give examples to our own self as well as our kith and kin that is children don't we select very good examples of things like this we will say Okay, now you should know, this person, he was working very hard, he was staying in a village and so on and so forth. And no, he had no shoes to wear and yet he has come first in 100 meters and 200 meters. Of course, it speaks volumes about that person. And we love to repeat these stories time and again. 
so in the spiritual aspect also there are certain stories where these lines are always mentioned that it is important to keep in mind and repetition of the stories are a must the reason is because we should never forget what the stories tell us there is a constant reminder to you always if you recollect i have repeated n number of stories n n number of times so you will say oh this is so boring but you don't understand it is not boring you know how many times have we gone and seen ben hur i mean those who love this kind of you know uh, movies they would love to go and see the old ben hur which has won 11 oscars now imagine me remembering all these 11 oscars why do i remember that because it was a great motivational story it told me how to win it told me how these things work you understand every now and then why do we repeat we repeat so that we give ourselves the motivation of telling ourselves that yes i can do it yes i can do it yes i can do it i used to work for a company where the first thing that we said in the morning was i can i will i conquer or oh, these are the words of julius caesar by the way <laughs> i can i will i conquer and we used to say it so loudly that the whole building used to hear about it <laughs> and they do and these mad fellows are doing something over there this is how it is no if you see sadaji you know he will remove that you know sword and he will say hey is only all and you know he keeps on fighting <laughs> you see that or if you hear tarzan yeah he bags his chest and he says these are motivational things these are things which we should also do in our life you know when you are feeling down and out and when you are feeling completely miserable remember these kind of things and you know you can say to yourself i can i will i conquer something like that and it will work let me tell you this it works and these stories which are being repeated time and again they work wonders in our world these are also motivational stories it tells you the glory behind that particular episode so we will continue from where we left sukhdev goswami said once in dwarka a brahmana's wife gave birth to a son but the newborn infant died as soon as he touched the ground o bharata the brahmana took the corpse and placed it at the door of king ugrasen's court then agitated and lamenting miserably he spoke the following the brahmana said the duplicitous greedy enemy of brahmanas this unqualified ruler addicted to sense pleasure has caused my son's death by some discrepancies in the execution of his duty ah bahut bada difficult hai <laughs> see every king in every land is supposed to be the final authority for solving all the problems so if something goes wrong in your house it's like you know telling you know mera flush nahi chalta hai modi ji zara flush ko theek karaye sir if your flush is not working you are not supposed to talk to modi ji right and if let us say in your you are in usa and in your particular place okay there is a thunderstorm or something like that happening and the power goes off something happens you can't call up you know obama and say sir there is no power in my place you can't say those words so 
so the, here it is it is just a way of saying that the final authority is there and you are supposed to ensure that the final authority takes care of the problems though the final authority has got a number of downlines you know it can go up to a village level also it can go up to a county level also and there will be officers who will handle that show why should we go right up to the top here so what is happening is in this man's house the child is dead so he comes and he puts it at the step of ugrasen now i don't know whether you remember who is ugrasen ugrasen is krishna's grandfather ha huh? he is supposed to be in the lineage he was ruling the kingdom kamsa had taken it away all that i hope you remember all that so he comes to the doorstep and he says see there is somebody doing this nonsense in your world so what is to be done citizens serving such a wicked king who takes pleasure in violence and cannot control his senses are doomed to suffer poverty and constant misery the wise brahmana suffered the same tragedy with his second and third child each time he left the body of his dead son at the king's door and sang the same song of lamentation now he blames the king say see because of you my children are, are born dead you know he did die when the ninth child died arjuna who was near, near lord keshava happened to overhear the brahmana lamenting thus arjuna addressed the brahmana what is the matter my dear brahmana now this brahmana is a foolish person and he is saying these words to the king and arjuna is listening to these words you know in even in our world we are like this you know what happens now if you have a boss you know your your boss and you are sitting over there and some person comes from some department and says you know uh, sir you know, this happened that happened that happened that happened and i have a big problem and you know i cannot solve it now you are overhearing this two three times it happens in front of you and you see the boss is just nodding yes 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 he is just nodding and he say yeah, yeah, we'll take care of it so you intervene in between and you say i think i think i should be able to solve this problem for you the boss is deliberate he knows what he is doing and yet you are trying to get into the middle trying to solve a problem you are giving your help at a place where you are not even supposed to open your mouth you are not qualified to open your mouth and yet on top of it you are going and trying to help the person that is not a done thing you are overriding authority you may know the answer does not matter you cannot override authority in such cases the decision is taken by that person for a certain reason now here there is a foolish person who is coming and putting all the dead bodies in front of the king's door tell me something as a king now suppose you are the king do you really think you can do anything a dead body is a dead body is a dead body so you can't do anything about it so you say oh this this is a mad fellow you know he comes and he puts the dead body over here my soldiers will remove it away and here arjuna thinks that he can help you know we have this attitude of helping people we have a lot of uh, ex- great exponents here sitting also who will say you know i love to help people oh my dear you are not supposed to help people 
first you help yourself by not being a foolish person your help is needed only in a different circumstances when there is somebody who knows what is to be done you are not supposed to be helping there so got it you know earlier on i used to conduct satsangs now in the satsangs i am saying certain words and i am giving a teaching on certain things there was one student who would definitely interject in the middle you know it is like this it is like this it is like this oh is it is it like this why don't you take my place and come and sit over here it is not a matter of ego if there is a teacher there is a teacher and if there are students there are students you cannot have one student coming and taking teacher's place and trying to explain certain things there is a flow there is a method of the knowledge to go from one place to the other you cannot suddenly interject in a class and say oh okay okay teacher 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 can i answer no here is suddenly interjecting and saying something so there is some decorum to be maintained you are not here to help the class similarly arjuna is trying to help the brahmana nobody is asked for his help he thinks that he is a great helper you know he is a great person so he says what is the matter my dear brahmana isn't there some lowly member of the royal order here who can at least stand before your house with a bow in the hand these kshatriyas are behaving as if they are brahmanas idly engaged in fire sacrifices now arjuna is trying to pander to this brahmana he says come on isn't there anybody in this kingdom who can take care of your problem you see when your children are dying they should stand outside your house with bow and arrow and not allow yamdev or or his cronies to come and take the child away you know oh this is a very great example that he is giving them and i don't think it was right but still he says these words the ruler of a kingdom in which brahmanas lament over wealth wives and children are merely imposters playing the role of kings just to earn their livelihood my lord i will protect the progeny of you and your wife who are in such distress and if i fail to keep this promise i will atone i will enter fire to atone for my sin arjuna is saying to this brahmana oh ugrasena is full all his kingdom nobody is interested in saving your children is it i am arjuna the great i am the greatest king on planet earth you know my dhanur vidya you know how i can shoot people don't worry i will stand outside your house and i will see to it that nobody comes and kills your child can you think of uncle pojer over here i can think of uncle pojer over here a <laughs> charli chaplin or oh rather those who have seen lorlen hardy this is clearly talking about laurel and hardy type of a situation arjuna is thinking no end of himself so the brahmana said neither shankarshana vasudev pradyumna the best of the bowmen's nor the unqualified warriors anirudh could save my son then why do you navely attempt to feed that almighty lords of the universe could not perform we cannot take you seriously 
the brahmana is also understanding that this fellow is just blowing hot air so he says come on here we have shankarshana shankarshana is balram now balram cannot take care of the problem vasudev that is krishna is saying i also can't handle it his third part is pradyumna anirudh all these people are there the whole gang of these great people they are saying they can't handle this thing and here you are telling me that you will save my child and you have said you know if you cannot save you are going to the fire and i'm very happy <laughs> sri arjuna said i am neither lord shankarshana oh brahmana nor krishna nor even krishna's son rather i am arjuna wielder of the gandiva bow <laughs> this is ego ego to the core i mean you can imagine somebody say don't worry you know i can win the olympic gold medal <laughs> so you have this great fellow in abagisas who will who will always say are bye hath ka khel hai mere bye hath ka khel <laughs> i will do it this is called ego do not minimize my ability which was good enough to satisfy lord shiva o brahmana i will bring back your son dear master even if i have to defeat death himself in the battle so arjuna who is an egoistic to the core is saying these words he says don't you know i am the guy who brought that great bow and arrow from shivji so don't pupu me okay i am a great guy i can get it for you it reminds me of uh, a very great person from one of the comic books you know <laughs> his name is iron man He's got the biggest ego. <laughs> If you see Iron Man, you know films, you will see. You know, Robert Downey Jr. is one guy who has got the biggest ego over there, <laughs> and he doesn't know what to do with it. So, thus convinced by Arjuna, a tormentor of enemies, the Brahmana went home satisfied by him having heard Arjuna's declaration of his prowess. When the wife of the elevated Brahmana was again about to give birth. he went to arjuna in great anxiety and begged him please please protect my child from death so now the wife is pregnant once again i mean you can really imagine what is going to happen you know nine children are dead and here it's a 10th child it's, it's like you know meri kheti hai main kuch bhi uga sakta hu okay every year lagate jao it's like that i don't understand what these people think of themselves yaar this is not a done thing he is not even asked his wife <laughs> okay after touching pure water offering obisans to lord maheshwara and recollecting the mantras of his celestial weapon arjuna strung his bow gandiva arjuna fenced in the house where the birth was taking place by shooting arrows attached to various missiles thus the son of prutha constructed a protective cage of arrows covering the house upwards downwards and sideways so now arjuna says i am going to ensure that nobody can enter this place so what he does he takes arrows and he shoots them and covers the entire place up hmm? the brahmana's wife then gave birth but after the newborn infant had been crying for a short time he suddenly vanished into the sky in his self same body okay the brahmana then derided arjuna in front of lord krishna just see how foolish i was to put my faith in 
ब्रैगिंग ऑफ ए यूनक बोला छक्के की बात में मैंने ना विश्वास किया हिंदी में ट्रांसलेशन यूनक कॉलिंग अर्जुना यूनक एंड दिस फेलो एंड ही वॉज ब्रैगिंग सो मच I can save your child. I can do this. I have got the Gandhi Babu. I bought it from Shivji. All that nonsense that he said, and you couldn't save my child. My child has vanished. When neither Pradyumna, Anirudh, Ram, or Keshava can save a person, who else can possibly protect him? If the gods themselves, that is the four portions of the same divine, if they cannot protect, how can this idiot protect? Imagine. So. to hell with the liar arjuna <laughs> we always say na in by the way english is a language where if the word hell is used they put dot 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 do you know this yeah it is edited in today's day the word f is edited dot 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 like that maybe tomorrow none of these words are going to get edited but here in this book which is called the bhagavatam hell is a very good word so it is used <laughs> so he says to hell with that liar arjuna to hell with that braggart sabo he is so foolish that he has deluded himself into thinking that he can bring back a person whom destiny has taken away after i finish the story i will tell you about destiny so if you can hold on till them pakad ke rakho mai aakhir mein aapko sukhana sunaunga abhi while the wise brahmana continued to heap insults upon him arjuna employed a mystic incantation to go at once to samyami the city of heaven where lord yamraja resides arjuna is no less now you know arjuna thinks okay who has taken these kids yamdev leke gaya chalo main yamdev ke paas jata hu wo bhi kya yaad rakhega na तू भी क्या याद रखेगा लाइक दैट इमेजिन यू नो अर्जुना इज देयर ऐसा मूछ मूछ करके है ना तू भी क्या याद रखेगा मैं तेरे पास आ रहा हूँ आई कैन इमेजिन दिस काइंड ऑफ अ सीन वेयर यू नो अक्षय कुमार और वन ऑफ दोज ग्रेट गाइज इज सेइंग दिस वर्ड्स मैं भी आ रहा हूँ डजेंट यू साउंड वेरी फनी एंड हियर अर्जुना इज टेलिंग आई एम कमिंग टू यू यमदेव नॉट सींग दुके वाइल द वाइज ब्राह्मणा कंटिन्यू टू हीप इन सर्ट्स अपॉन हिम Arjuna employed mystic incantations to go to Samyami Samyamani the city of heaven where lord yamraja resides not seeing the brahmana's child there now he didn't see the child over there Arjuna went to the cities of Agni Nrithi Soma Vayu and Varuna who are all these people they are another couple of more people who are there Agni Dev You know there are various kinds of deities. Now, if you're going to ask me, you know whether there is an Agni Dev ka place, whether there is a Yam Dev ka place, whether this place is there, that place is there, I only see dead bodies going to the graveyard. After that, I don't know where they are. This is our very normal explanation, isn't it? So, <laughs> these stories are allegorical. Please take them in a sense where they apply to you. this is not stupidity this is not mythology the way people think it is it is not a myth it's a way of putting things you understand when mummy says 
you know, to the child, if you don't eat your breakfast, the police will come and take you. I mean, think about it. It is like a myth, isn't it? Mythology. Why will the police come and take the child away? The child also thinks, you know, my mother is crazy. She says, why The child also will understand, you know, no police is going to come. Right? Even, just imagine, you know, I'm sure, you know, those who have children have faced this before. You take the child in the train or in the plane or somewhere or some such place, you know, in the train. In the local trains, in Chennai or in Mumbai and somewhere. Mummy, mummy, shoshu ho gai. Shoshu ho gai. In the middle of a railway train and the child is saying, shoshu ho gai. And you feel like, come on, ghar pe ghar ki aare ko kya ho raha tha. And then, dekho, wo saamne wala dek raha hai. And she has no choice but to say, na, see that fellow in front of you is looking. You can't say these kind of words, you know. Once we get down, I will take you to the bathroom and there you do your susu. And the child says, I It's a very funny scene. This is how the world is. Our way of looking at it is always like this. So stories like these, these are called mythical stories, but they have tremendous amount of meaning. And the meanings are something which is what I sit here to give an explanation about. So once we finish the story, first you listen to the story, then you understand the real meaning of it. The real meanings are not the what you can see or you know what you are going through. So where is this mythical heaven of Yamdev? Where is this Agni Dev's place? Where is? It? So you really wonder. Oh, really? I don't know, ah. Huh? And there are those atheists in this world who will say, na, aisa to hoy nahi sakta. A man is dead. He's dead. Come on, he's gone. Finished. What heaven are you talking about? You know? And then they think there is no God. You know FSM? Do you know what FSM stands for? No, no, it's not a bad word. Flying spaghetti monster. So flying spaghetti monster was created by these people as God. And those who want to actually learn about it, you should Google FSM, flying spaghetti monster and go to that place and search for the answer and then there is a pink unicorn he is also a god pink unicorn first and foremost unicorn itself doesn't exist okay and then the unicorn is pink in color this atheist in this world came up with this concept called pink unicorn so that they can poo poo the concept of god and this concept of God, according to them, is all bullshit and nonsense. That is why flying spaghetti monster. Hmm? So, uh, this is a sidetracking, but uh, please go and Google it and you will un- understand. So, understand this, that this is a story. It has a very deeper meaning. So, first you should listen to the story and then go to the meaning. <clears throat> With weapons at ready, <clears throat> he searched through all the domains of the universe. There are domains in the universe. From the bottom of the subterranean region to the roof of the heaven. Finally, not having found the Brahmana's son anywhere, Arjuna decided to enter the sacred fire, having failed to keep his promise. But just as he was about to do so, Lord Krishna stopped him and spoke the following words. Lord Krishna said, I will show you the Brahmana's sons. 
So please don't despise yourself like this. The same men who now criticize us will soon establish our spotless fame. So Krishna is always, you know, is there. Remember, uska friend log hai. Here is Arjuna. Arjuna ka chaddi utar gaya hai. You understand, na? Chaddi utar jana means. Usko hai na, sabke saamne nanga kar dena. And then Arjuna will always have to step in to save their ass. How many times he has done before this? Before this he has done to Draupadi also. If you recollect. Uska bhi sab utar diya ta, tab hi jake usne help kiya. Hi yaan pe Arjuna ka ho raha hai, usko bhi jake help kar raha hai. So Arjuna is also helping. Arjuna is getting the help from Krishna. Like Draupadi got help. Krishna is always very kind, you know. There are people who, who egoistically say whatever that comes to their mind. And they are dear to they are dear to Krishna. So Krishna is just looking at them and saying, you know, look at this idiot. Itna bada bada ding marra hai. You know, I'm sorry, there are some people who don't understand Hindi. But Hindi, you, this guy is having such great dhap, you know. I can do this, I can do that, this is possible, that is possible. And Krishna is thinking, hey, this guy is a pain, you know. He is a friend of mine, but what to do? He loves to go and boast like nobody's business. Hmm? Finally, he is going to come to me and say, Lord, Lord, please save my ass, I am in trouble. So, <laughs> Krishna has to take care because Krishna is a very kind-hearted person. Please understand this. He loves his devotees dearly. So, even in the worst case scenario, somebody might have committed something. Now, Krishna cannot allow that thing to fall down. So, he says, okay, okay. He says to him, I will show you the Brahmana's sons. So, please don't despise yourself like this. The same men who now criticize us will soon establish our spotless faith. Having thus advised Arjuna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead had Arjuna join him in the Divine Chariot and together they set off towards the west. The Lord's Chariot passed over the seven islands of the Middle Universe, each with the oceans and its seven principal mountains. Then it crossed the local-local boundary and entered the vast regions of total darkness. In that darkness, the chariot's horse, Saibya, Sugriva, Megapushpa and Balahaka. These are the four horses of Krishna. Lost their way. They lose their way. Seeing them in this condition, O best of Bharatas, Lord Krishna, the supreme master of all masters of yoga, sent his Sudarshana disc before the chariot. That disc shone like thousands of suns. The Lord Sudarshana disc penetrated the darkness with its blazing effulgence. Racing forward with the speed of the mind, it cut through the fearsome, dense oblivion expanded from primeval matter as an arrow shot from Lord Rama's bow cuts through his enemy's army. So what happens? After Arjuna has lagged his dhap to that man, he can't do anything. So finally he was about to enter the fire. So Krishna says, no, no, no don't, you don't have to do all that. Here, I am there to save your ass. Come on, let's go. And Arjuna and Krishna are going in his chariot. Now you have seen, you know, how they are going. Now they have four horses. The four horses are there, but they can't see. 
So Krishna sends his Sudarshan disk. That Sudarshan chakra which is there in his hands, he sends it forward as a blazing disk. Sudarshan, blazing disk, you will say, where is this sir? I can't see. <laughs> so it goes forward into the nether worlds. If it was same Harry Potter, you would have agreed. But poor Krishna's story, nobody wants to agree on that. Hmm. Iron Man, Batman, Fat Man, Krishna <laughs> But don't worry, I am there. Krishna, I will solve your problem for you. <laughs> so, coming back to the story. Following the Sudarshana disc, <clears throat> the chariot went beyond the darkness and reached the endless spiritual light of all the all pervasive Brahma Jyoti. As Arjuna beheld the glaring effulgence, his eyes hurt and he shut them. So, finally, the disc is showing him something really spectacular. From that region, they entered the body of water resplendent with huge waves being churned by a mighty wind. Within that ocean, Arjuna saw an amazing palace, more radiant than anything he had ever seen before. Its beauty was enhanced by thousands of ornamental pillars bedecked with brilliant gems. In that palace was the huge awe-inspiring serpent, Anantashesh. He shone brightly with radiance emanating from the gems on his thousands of hoods and reflecting from twice as many fearsome eyes. He resembled white Mount Kailash and his neck and tongue were dark blue. So we are getting a very beautiful explanation of where they have reached. This place which they have reached is a place where Anantashesh is there. That is, you know, the snake is there. There is an ocean. So we will see that. Arjuna then saw the omnipresent and omnipotent supreme personality of Godhead Mahavishnu sitting at ease on the serpent bed. His bluish complexion was the color of a dense rain cloud. He wore beautiful yellow garments. His face looked charming, his broad eyes more attractive and he had eight long handsome arms. His profuse profuse locks of hair were bathed in the sight of the brilliance reflected from the cluster of precious jewels decorating him his crown and earrings. He wore the Kaustup gem, the mark of Srivats and a garland of forest flowers. Serving this topmost of all the lords were his personal attendants, headed by Sunanda and Nanda. His chakra and other weapons in his personified form, his consort potencies, Pushti, Shri, Kirti and Aja and all his various mystic powers. So they see this effulgent form right in front. Krishna and Arjuna are seeing this form. The biggest story over here will be how is Krishna over there? If Mahavishnu who is there right in front is Krishna himself, how is it possible? Isn't it very strange? So there, we will come to it. Lord Krishna offered homage to himself, to himself. Lord Krishna offered homage to himself in his boundless form and Arjuna, astonished at the sight of Lord Mahavishnu, bowed down as well. Then as the two of them stood before him with joined palms, the almighty Mahavishnu, supreme master of all rulers of the universe, 
smiled and spoke to them in a voice full of solemn authority. So Mahavishnu is going to speak now. Lord Mahavishnu said, I brought the Brahmana's son here because I wanted to see the two of you. My expansions who have descended to the earth to save the principles of religion. As soon as you finish killing the demons who burden the earth, quickly come back here to me. So Mahavishnu is saying, Sir, I gave you this ticket on Virgin Airlines to come over here straight away. I sent it to you, you come over here so that I can see you. <laughs> As Although all your desires are completely fulfilled, O best of exalted personalities, for the benefit of people in general, you shall continue to exemplify religious behavior as the sage Narayana Narayana. Now both of them, Krishna and Arjuna, are Narayana Narayana. Narayana is the divine lord. Krishna is the divine lord and Arjuna is Nara. But on earth, they are very simple human beings. Nobody knows them. Arjuna doesn't even know himself. He is always, you know, saying, Krishna, Krishna, save me, I am in deep trouble. You are always saying those words. That is because they are deluded on earth. They don't understand who they truly are. Thus instructed by Supreme Lord of the topmost planet, Krishna and Arjuna assented by chanting Om and then bowed down to Almighty Mahavishnu. Taking the Brahmana's son with them, they returned with great delight to Dwarka by the same path along which they had come. Then they presented the Brahmana with his sons who were in the same infant bodies in which they had been lost. Having seen the domain of Lord Vishnu, Arjuna was totally amazed. He concluded that whatever extraordinary power a person exhibits can only be manifested by Sri Krishna's mercy. So finally Arjuna has got a little sense in his head. So he says, okay, okay. Krishna is doing all these things. Now I have to agree to him now. Lord Krishna exhibited many other similar heroic pastimes in this world. He apparently enjoyed the pleasures of ordinary human life and he performed great, potent, greatly potent fire sacrifices. So Krishna, what does he do? He acts like a very normal human being coming in this world and behaving as if nothing he knows. And he is always, Main kya karu, sir? I am a simple human being hmm, like that. The Lord having demonstrated his supremacy at suitable times, he showered down all desirable things upon the Brahmanas and other subjects just as Indra pours down the rain. Now that he had killed many wicked kings and engaged devotees such as Arjuna in killing others, the Lord could easily assure the execution of religious principles through the agency of such pious rulers as Yudhishthir. So we have come to the end of the story. Now we will start our new discourse <laughs> which is about what is the meaning of all this. We have done this entire story. Do you identify yourself in this story somewhere? You will say, what? Arjuna, Krishna, Yesab, Yamraj, Yesab, Mahavishnu. How can I identify myself in all these stories? But like I said, the Bhagavatam is about you. The stories are about you. Everything is about you. What makes you think it is not about you? Brahmana, he loses his nine children. Hmm? And in the nine children that he loses, he what does he do? He goes and he laments to the king. 
so when he laments to the king there is one great person arjuna who says oh don't worry i can do it arjuna is in all of us you know this great arjuna is in all of us we love to help people <laughs> oh i am the great person who is going to help people don't worry baki duniya koi nahi help kar sakti i can do it the ego in us always tells us that we are the great people who can help there is a very funny thing you know in this universe there are certain things which happen for its own reason we are here not to decipher that we are here to say accept it why do they happen sir it is programmed to happen is it more than 50% of the people 60% of the people over here are it people you know in information technology the following the particular path the results are going to be the same isn't it unless and until you go and tweak something over there then the results are going to be different we also understand it very simply but if the results are not there what happens we can blame every other person in our group this fellow he was not doing properly that is why it happened that fellow did this that is why it happened and where is it's a question of husband and wife or children and parents some problem happening in their life in say let us say husband has a problem he will always blame the wife for it if children have the problem they will say agar mere maa baap ne humko achhi shiksha nahi di hoti yani hindi mein bol raha hu main you know dialogue baji my parents should have taken care of me if they would have sent me to good school if they would have taken care of me i would not be suffering so badly and parents they'll say agar you know if you would have just listened to what i told you eh you should have listened to every word that i said and the parents also love to you know glorify themselves if you would have only listened to me you would not have got into this trouble of course we love to blame every other person except ourselves take that onus on yourself yes i am responsible full stop i will correct it full stop english mein usko bolte hai period i will stop period aisa karke bolte yahan pe we have grammar nazis over here so i have to say this language pari must be laughing now she is a grammar nazi so <laughs> so coming back to it so think about it like this we love to do this in our world we love to blame every other person except ourselves and here coming back to the story that small fellow inside of us which is called the ego you can solve it boss you know you have done this before you are the greatest thing on planet earth you have solved so many problems of every other person you remember the last time that happened and the ego is so strange guy you know he will always keep on prompting you in school if you recollect 
you are the only guy who would do the homework and you would answer clearly properly okay in college also you are the guy with the notes you had everything with you yes okay then you do you know how i got my first job acha <laughs> campus interview me mere jaisa koi nahi okay one more ego coming in the way then when you joined the company these all these old fellows you know in the company they couldn't solve any problem main gaya maine aisa solve kiya okay you are just joined the company and you think you can solve the biggest problem on earth ego ego talks you know literally is shouting in your ears and arjuna is that person in us and he takes tasks which are you know basically beyond understanding i can do it i can do it yes you can do of course you can do and then what happens then everything collapses you can't do anything nothing in this world you can do every person who thinks they want to get married also talk like this you know they have seen every marriage in front of them going to ruins i'm sure you know those there are lots of people who will agree with me no 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 best example are my own parents the first thing they will say is my parents have been married for 35 years is that so okay their marriage is so strong you are only giving a in a very nice story outside sir what is inside the true story nobody is going to tell you it's full of nonsense they the wife and the husband want to kill each other right from day one maybe but still they are there and this is how the world is you you try to give this wrong kind of a idea about the world and then you think that yes i am an exception to the rule i am an exception to the rule i can make the things work the ego talks in you that the everything you are you are the greatest thing on planet earth you can make this happen single handedly you can save the world you are batman superman all that doesn't work and then your ego gets punctured Psst, like that you know how right in the first year or the second year you are wondering you know why the hell did i get into this look at this brito and other people they are so happy they are going to trinidad <laughs> he is going to germany he was so happy fellow look at him alone single man okay smart fellow you know <laughs> sir smart fellow <laughs> but you, nobody asked you to get into trouble no but your ego has made you think that you are the great problem solver in this world you have solutions for everything now you come to know that there are no solutions for anything and any which way the sun rises in the east and sets in the west so every relationship is going to be full of shit only 
Don't say that uh, my relationship is unique in this world. I am like this, I am like that. Don't, no exceptions in this rule, in this world, by the way. Okay? So every girlfriend will think that her boyfriend is the highest guy in the world. Uske jaisa koi nahi tall, dark, handsome. He is from, you know, Mills and Boone's book. Sir, just wait, you, just, just you wait, Mr. Higgins. You remember this story? Just you wait, Mr. Higgins. Vaisa bolega dunya. So, you have to wait. The story is going to take the same turn. You know, it, it goes in the same direction. All relationships are full of nonsense. Everything is like that only. There are no exceptions to the rule. Everything works in the same way. So, you think, you know, tomorrow America is going to have the great leader who is going to take it forward. Sir, why are you having great hopes? Don't worry, everything is going to be the same. Exceptions to the rule are now, I am just going to introduce the subject to you. When you have fallen down on your face or on your big fat butt, one of the two, and you have experienced the misery of your ego getting completely crushed, at that time, the Lord inside of us talks and He says, Sir, don't worry, I will save your ass. Okay? Means what? You thought no end of yourself, no? That you are you alone can do without anybody, this, that and all that. I have used Gandiva bow, I can do this, I can do that. All that nonsense that you have taught yourself right from childhood. That mere jaisa koi nahi, jassi jaisa koi nahi. And one day you meet your match, you are in trouble, now here, I am there to help you because I am your great helper. You understand, I am your Sarathi. Sarathi means the one who drives your car, driver. So Sarathi in our world is what? Now remember, this is your story. So who is the Sarathi? Krishna is the Sarathi. Krishna is called the Supreme Divine Consciousness. He is the Sarathi. Sarathi is the one who drives your coach wherever it has to go. The one who drives your life. He sees that this idiot is already in trouble. I need to save his ass. So Krishna says, don't worry. I will get your glory back. I will see to it that no Humpty Dumpty happens. We will put everything together again. Hmm. So you have become Humpty Dumpty, you know Humpty Dumpty story? Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again. So Krishna is the one who is going to put the Humpty Dumpty together again. So that ego which is destroyed has to be, you know, given its right direction. So Krishna comes into the picture. That is the consciousness inside of every human being. So now that you have experienced that there are no great friendships in this world, there are no great relationships in this world, there is nothing in this world which is worthwhile. Who is that one who has the greatest relationship with you? Do you know that? It's no husband, it is no wife, it is no children, it is nobody in this world can be the best friend of yours except your inner being, your true self. The inner being is the one that you can be best friends with. 
listen to Karina Kapoor in Jab We Met. What she says, I am my best friend. She says these words, you know. I don't know how many people actually understood the meaning of those words. But spiritually, this is what it is all about. You are your best friend or your worst enemy. The worst enemy is the ego inside of you. The best friend is the goodness inside of you, the sattva inside of you. The goodness is there in every human being. The ego is also there in every human being. Is the ego and the mind. Ego is very great friends with the mind, okay? He says, mind will tell you, don't worry, you can do it. You are the greatest thing. And the self inside of you says, everything will be fine. I am there. I am your guide. I am your inner guide. I will guide you towards safety. Don't try to think that there is some external person. No husband, no wife, no brother, no sister, nobody in this world can be help to you. Except me. I am your inner being. I will help you. And this is the story. So where do they go? They go to the nether worlds. They cross the different, different realms. What do you mean by going to the nether world? You know, once your ego is smashed, do you know in which gutter you are lying? You know, when your ego is completely demolished and destroyed, you are lying in the dirtiest of the gutters. Pigs are also not going there, by the way. Okay? You are in that black of ocean. Nobody wants to see. And this Krishna knows. The inner being knows. So what does he do? He takes his four horses. He takes his four horses. The horses are full of goodness. And he says, don't worry. You have the goodness inside of you. You have the ability to shine inside of you. Don't worry. These, these are qualities inside of you. And you are capable of facing the world. So you may come across a dark patch in front of you. Even nothing seems to appear, you know. You have come to a place. I don't know what the hell I am doing over here. And the inner being is telling you, don't worry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And you say at that point in time, no, no, the world is so bleak, you know, I cannot proceed ahead. And then Krishna, the inner being says to you, I will send my Sudarshan Chakra ahead of you so that you can see the brightness ahead of you. There is a ray of hope. There is a bright sunshine ahead of you. Look at that sunshine. Look at that ray of hope. Look at that brightness ahead of you. There is always something over there. Don't feel so dejected and disappointed. This world is bad. You know, they cannot understand you. You have to understand your own inner being's story. He is telling you, you are the greatest thing on planet Earth. Don't worry, you are the best. You are my, you know, king. The Sarthi, the Krishna inside of us says, the inner being says to him, you are my king, you are Arjuna. Go ahead Arjuna and win this race. And he goes in that, towards the light. You know, every time we have seen these movies and this says, and he is going towards the light. Towards the light means what? Towards knowledge. The knowledge and the understanding comes in every human being. Yes, I have been an egoistic person. I cannot be egoistic. I have to be kind and nice 
and beautiful and I should be the epitome of the best behavior on planet earth. The four horses and the inner being. And where do you come to? You come to this place called Anantashesh. You know the ocean of milk, you know, they say. The white ocean of milk. There is a snake over there. He has got those multiple hoods. On that is resting Mahavishnu. Mahavishnu is the innermost God within us. He is the one whom we finally turn to. This inner God, and the Krishna is the Sarathi, remember? He is your driver. Finally, when you come to it, you will understand that driver is the real person. He is the, he is the Supreme Lord. He is the one who is driving your chariot towards victory. This understanding comes to you. I have to listen to my inner being. I have to be good to myself. All the nine children are returned. And what does the good what does the divine Lord say to him? He says, I just brought you here so that I can see you. He is not brought you here because he loves to put you down, sir. This is one thing people always think. You know what they say? You know, Hindi me Hindi me me bolke bataunga. Bhagwan. Tum meri pariksha le rahe ho. You know, God, you are testing me. You are putting me down. You are throwing me in the dustbin. You want to see how much I can bear it. Whether I can break. This is what an idiot always talks about. Human beings talk like this. Tell me something. The inner being is your God. Is you yourself. Is the supreme divine consciousness. Why will you want to murder your own self by the way? Unless until you have a suicidal tendency. No, you want to rise above, isn't it? So the God inside of you is not wanting to put you down. Why do you always blame God for all the problems, boss? Don't blame God for the problems. He has not caused it. It's your bloody ego. It's your small nature. It's your miserable bloody self that is there outside of you. You understand? By listening to all the crap around you, you have made your own decisions and thinking, I am the best in the world. Don't make those kind of calls. You understand? Be your good self. So this Mahavishnu inside of you is the same as the Krishna who is driving you towards it. The inner being says to you, you know what he says to you? Listen to me. You are the number one in my world. You are Arjuna. You are the great warrior don't have an ego be your good self be your good self why do you have to be a miserable person thinking I can do this I can do that nonsense stuff so don't try to put your ego in place love to enjoy yourself and be with me constantly in my company of the Lord that is within you this is a story of the Brahmana's son with Krishna and Arjun. So don't think that it is some mythological story. It's a story about you. To conquer your own ego and to move towards the God within you. Don't blame him for all your problems. Otherwise you will be cutting off your own hands. Remember this. 
God is not to be blamed. It's your own doings, which is the ego's own doing. I can do this, I can do that, that nonsensical stuff that you keep on giving yourself. You don't have to be such an egotist. This is what the story is all about. And it is not about the way you look at it. Understand? So it is not mythology, it is you. So we have come to the end of the story. Yeah, so (laughs) I am sure you must have got a lot of things out of it. So we shall end over here and I shall see you all tomorrow. Okay? Bye.